Christy, I had a, just to circle back to this reality of kind of not not settling in lesbianism. Right. Like, why why not? Why not just because if you're like, okay, well, Jesus, if you don't change that, um, I'll still follow you. But why why can't you hold the tension of I'm still a disciple, but I'm just going to be a lesbian? Well, I think that, well, I'll think about that. So here's one thing I would say, flat out, straight up. Heterosexuality is way better. Yes. <laughs> like, it is so good. Like, let me say this. Heterosexuality is so good. Yeah, that's good. Like, what I have with my husband, oh my mm. gosh. When I sit and look at my, at least once a week, I will look at my family and start to cry. I go, I can't wow. believe I almost didn't have this. Wow, that's amazing. I can't believe it. Like, yeah. oh my gosh. I, I have a husband that I love, and I love in a way that is life-giving, yes. and we, in fact, gave life, yes. uh, and we have two wow. children, and we, we pour into them, and yeah. they love life, and they're going to be lights into the world, yes. and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. this is what we're created for. I mean, those being on a side, being married and having children, holy cow. Yeah, right. Who knew? I had no idea. Wow. wow. So I will say that. I had no idea what I almost didn't have. Wow. Mm. Um, and and I would have settled for so much less. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the back end of it. I can say that from this side. Yeah. From the other side, I would say I don't think I ever had a vision for being heterosexual. I think mm. I just got to a place where I had a vision for being whole. Mm. Mm. And so... I wasn't dreaming of getting married. I wasn't like, well, I know I'm healed when I finally get married. It was more like, okay, once I was willing to let Jesus have me, it was, oh, there's another pain I have to give him. Oh, there's another pain I have to give him. Oh, I'm attracted to this woman. That's because this pain is coming up. I have mm. to give that one to him. And there was a lot of like, I think I credit Living Waters a lot with this, where it's like, okay, this feeling is in response to something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. What is the thing? Now, God, you can have the thing. Oh, yeah. abandonment. Like there was this yeah. one situation where I kept seeing this person's car who I had been emotionally enmeshed with. And I kept seeing their darn, darn car. And I was like, oh, I can't see their car. I miss them so much. And God's like, let me heal you now. Mm. <laughs> right? Wow. Let me heal you in this. There's something I want for you. So I had to pray into that. And sure enough, he brought up this abandonment wound. And I could bring that into him. So mm. so my my goal wasn't ceased to be straight mm. it had um, been my goal from the beginning but it became to be whole mm. right <laughs> right and and the, i mean i was very surprised when when i realized i had met a man that i wanted to marry um that's a great story actually but i was very i wasn't like okay i'm ready to get married now now he has a different story mm. like he my husband has a has a similar path to mine and he he had a different process. You should get him on here somewhere. Yeah, that'd be great. Part <laughs> <laughs> <Or> two. <laughs> the other side. The well, other. She was lying when she said <laughs> yeah, none of this. She's a charlatan. <laughs> Don't right. buy what she's Forget selling. It. It's not better. <laughs> okay. He cries every week looking at his family, but it's different. And I've come what to the I point done? of being truthful <laughs> to myself and the world. No, I, um, but I think like for me, it was, it was more of a becoming who I was that enabled me to love a man. Mm. Like yes. I wasn't interested in being a gift to man and I wasn't, I, so I, we had this experience. So I had been walking in healing. I became a missionary. I had gone to, I was in China. Well, 
as a missionary. And there was, this is a hilarious story, there was a guy in America who was wondering if we had a future together, decided he would come out to China and, and ask me. Wow. And, uh, he was committed. Yeah, seriously committed. But this is the side part. He prays about who to, uh, who to go with. He thought it was not wise to go alone. So he prays about who to go to China with to talk to me. And he feels like God tells him to pick Eric, <gasps> the oh. man to whom I am now oh. married. Oh, my <laughs> the intrigue. Oh, my gosh. So Eric, he's like, dude, you want to go to China? And Eric's like, sure. He had... Eric was living the high life in California. He had been mm. in the dot-com world and had wow. all this money and freedom. And so he's like, sure, I'll go to China. And it was one of those things where he stepped off the plane. And I'm like, <gasps> and I had never felt that Wow, before. at first sight. Yeah, but it was weird because it wasn't first sight. I knew Eric. Oh, you did know him. We were in college together. Oh, wow. But there was no <laughs> Oh, no, there's Stanford grad. I'm, I'm so <laughs> jealous. <laughs> But, but here's the thing. We were in college together 15 years prior. Oh. Whoa. Had you stayed in any type of contact? I had dated his roommate for a short <laughs> okay, period Okay, Christy May is just her Rolodex was full of Stanford tech bros, which, again, well, I'm community. so jealous. <laughs> Get me in. <laughs> Get me you into the kid in. I know, I know. Oh, not the school, just the community. <laughs> you got to go to church out there. Um, it was really a blessed church. Praise the Lord for Mark Pedersen, his commitment mm. to start a church in Palo Alto in the middle of a wow. bunch of Stanford yeah. grads full of incredibly broken people, and we were all working it out together. That, I mean, Gosh. honestly, that wow. was an amazing. Yes. Even now that we're older and not there, we're like, wow. Thank you, Jesus, Amen. for that space. But anyhow, so I had known Eric, <laughs> but, when he st- but we had no, there was never any spark. spark. But boy, he got off the plane and like, and, wow. he, and he felt it, too. Oh, It was so weird. That's so cool. That's beautiful. And so we spent, like, uh, poor Matthew, the guy. Oh, <laughs> Matthew. Uh-oh. He's married now. Bless you, Matthew. Bless you. We love you. Hope you're listening. <laughs> 56 viewers now, Matthew. Thank you. <laughs> so he, um, so so we're out in, in Xi'an, which is way western China, and we go to take this picture and I put my hand on his shoulder. It's just so funny because we have this picture. I put my hand on his shoulder, and I have the thought, now this is a guy I could get behind. Wow. Oh. And I'm like, whoa. And I was like, and I put my hand down real quick, and he put his hand up, and boom, we have the picture. So I have oh, the moment when I had this amazing. But I was like, what the heck? I don't get behind, man. I mean, there was this ancient yeah, feminist sure. going, I don't get. But there was also like, wow, this is a feeling I've never had. And when you talk about woman being a gift to man, mm. I actually go to that memory wow. where I'm like, I want this guy to be all that he can be. Yes. I, this is a quality dude. And I really want to sew into him. Wow. Amazing. It was really a cool feeling. And it was quite different than, oh, I hope he likes me. Yeah. You know, it was very, very different. And I wasn't husband hunting. I was willing to be a missionary in China mm. for the rest of my life. But I was like, it just really was like, wow. Mm. This is really a, an intense feeling. Um, and it started the conversations, and, and it started, it was actually incredible because what happened next, he went back to the States, and I uh, was in Chi- I was stuck in China, and I'm like, oh my gosh, what is this? Like, what am I supposed to do with this? So I prayed, and the Lord brought me two things. One is the last chapter of Proverbs, which is a humbling chapter. Oh. Yeah, really hard. Yes, I, I have a reaction to that. Yeah. My ancient feminist is like, oh. <laughs> 
Oh, well, and, and, I, and I read the last chapter of Proverbs, the wife of a noble character, who can find? And I'm like, no one. <laughs> <laughs> That's tattooed on my arm. <laughs> that is the one Bible verse I meditate on day and night. <laughs> but I was like, holy smokes. So I was, I was, I was like, wow, I've got a ways to go. Like yeah. there was this, there was mm. more of like this integrity. Like, mm. yes. And I think it's actually a really profoundly excellent verse from the becoming a good gift perspective. We're like, Oh, I gotta. I don't want to say man up. I got a woman up here sure. a yes. little yeah. bit, and yeah. be, uh, this is more than me just impressing him with my pretty new shirt, right? Yeah. This yes. is me being a woman who fights for him, who yeah. who hold, who you know, who really takes it on. Yeah. And then the other thing that the Lord did was He said, "If you want to get married, you've got to repair your relationship with your dad." Wow. Which was really hard because I had, you know, there was abuse history, oh. there was divorce history, there was pain back there, and I had forgiven him. And I had restored relationship with him, but I didn't talk to him. And he didn't talk to me. And it was fine. It was like, I mean, we had lived in this sort of peaceable peaceable stalemate. stalemate. Yeah, it was, Mm. that's a really good way to put it. And so I went to my teammates and I said, okay, guys, I feel like God is telling me that I have to work on my relationship with my dad. And so for me, like I had gotten to a a plateau, if you will, Mm -hmm. but that was like something he really wanted to do. So my teammates prayed for me. And the next day, for the first time, I'd been in China for two years. And for the first time, my father called me. Whoa. Whoa. It was crazy. And it was one of those, he's like, I found this phone card. I wanted to see if it worked. And that was when you had to dial like the 50. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) The little plastic card. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And so I'm like, okay, Jesus, I'm listening. I'm going to pay attention to this. And so I just pressed into relationship with him. Yeah. This is a crazy story. So I, I pressed into relationship. I talked to him for more than two and a half minutes. And... We made arrangements for me to visit him over the summer. We oh. made arrangements for him to come out to China the next oh. year with his wife. And I gave him a tour of Beijing. And then we went to Australia together. Wow. And just, I mean, it wasn't like we had to have some deep, cathartic yeah. conversation. Yeah, right, it was right. more like, learn who this man is. Yeah. Learn how to love him. See him for who he, he is. Who I created him to be. Rather than the thing you have in your head wow. that you experienced, Right. It was incredible. It was incredible. It was really incredible. And so then the next year, we so we do that wow. Australian trip. Eric comes back out to China, asks if we want to date, which I said yes. <laughs> and um, and then he and then my dad calls me three weeks after that and tells me he has cancer. Oh mm. my gosh! So long story short, I was with my father when he died. Wow! Three weeks before my wedding. Wow. And oh I gosh. was able to bless him mm. and tell him that all was forgiven. Oh. And, and then that was the last thing he heard on earth Amen. was my voice saying, I love you, dad. All is forgiven. Yeah. And then I go and get married to my husband. So you look at all of this and wow. you're like, whoa, <laughs> like astounding. there's so much gift in this, right? If, if I hadn't gone to God after Eric came yeah. out and said, Okay, God, what do you? What's next for me? None of this would have happened, yeah. right? If I had just gone after Eric, right. oh, I can I write him a letter? And right. I'm gonna do that. Like all the things that you know, instinctively we girls do when we like a boy, yes, right? Yes. We like, oh, how can I get him? Mm. Yeah, how can I be coy and yeah, funny and mysterious to make him like me? <laughs> yeah. But it, instead, it was like, okay, God, what do you want me to do yeah. now? And these things. I mean, it was incredible. Christy, May, this is like a hum- I feel like a hallmark in your story is that you constantly are pressing into the Lord whenever you sense something is off, whether you feel pain, mm-hmm. 
you're never stalling, you know, you never stall. It's, it, it's like what John Paul II says, like become what you are. You're, right. you're really womaning up in all of these instances. And I really appreciate that about your story. Cause like you said, if you would have just stopped at the lesbian thing, you wouldn't have seen your experience of homosexuality as emblematic of wound right. and you wouldn't have gone any deeper. And then you wouldn't have got to the point of actually reconciling with your father being able to reconcile with men in general, free to give the gift to a man in reality. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. all of that. To clarify that this is a podcast and I'm telling you the good part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's, but I think it's like, okay, I, I didn't stall majorly, right? Yeah, exactly. Maybe the fits and starts, but right, it's right. like, yeah. no, you didn't ultimately stall. Right, right. And I think people need to have that as the roadmap that we speak right, about. It's right. like, no, you got to press in yeah. and those momentary yeah. stalls don't, can't shouldn't prevent you from ultimately right. going forward. And and keeping sort of just the reality of, and again, I credit the Holy Spirit with never thinking, oh, maybe I was just born gay. Yes, this is amen. the way I'm going to be. I, I did, in my frustration as a younger struggler, I thought, oh, maybe God has forsaken me. Mm. Oh. And that was sort of my cop-out, really. I mean, I look back on that and think, uh, that was me saying, maybe I'm not ever going to get strong enough to, give him my pain mm. <laughs> right but really at the end of the day it was are you going to let go uh, are you going to let him have this pain yes. um so yeah i do think and and it's good to have that language like th with the living waters background and stuff it's yes. really helpful to go oh i'm in the, i call it now i call it my red zone i'm in my red zone <laughs> i got in my red zone mm. the, just the other day actually where i'm like oh this is a big reaction mm. <laughs> and it was because of a stupid little thing uh the <laughs> Apple has come out with a vision pro. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Does that trigger me? Oh, I'm okay. like, oh, all these men are going to be watching porn and we're not even going to know it. Oh, that is instantly boy. my response to mm. that thing. Yes. And, and, and Eric went and he tried it out. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and he's like, it's so cool. I'm like, I hate that thing. <laughs> and so I had to like, oh, okay, so porn ruined my family and yes. I'm having my reaction, but all men are not evil. And it, it also happened mm. on the heels of hearing of leaders falling, sure. and I'm like, oh, man, suck. Yeah, right. And I was like, wow, I can go right back to that spot. Yeah. I mean, it's a very familiar spot to me, so I have to sort of lay that back down again and say, okay, this is yours, God. And in Think a way, it's it. kind of like womaning up, you know? It is recognizing areas where you're still in pro I mean, I think of my own yeah. story, like, not, I mean, different, but same-sex attraction, whenever, like, things come up, right. it's like, I have to man up. Right, and right even if that looks like surrendering it to the Lord, you know? So I really appreciate that about your story. I have a question um, just for any of our listeners who are thinking like, you know, I'm really just kind of thinking about just stalling in the gay thing. Like I just, yeah. I I don't think I can fight or I, I feel like it's too difficult or what would you say to somebody who's who's in that that juncture? I think there are, there are two things I would say. One is it's worth the fight. For sure, it's worth the fight. But also, Jesus really loves you. And mm. You know, like, Jesus doesn't want you yes. to be stuck there. He yeah. has more. And there is, there's so much more than, than that. And, and it also isn't a stall. Like, like, this all sounds great, but there were times when I wasn't obedient to the call. And, and it never just stopped there. Right. It, it always <laughs> it always degraded yeah. and it always it always devolved into mm. idolatry and mm -hmm. falling. And 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 so I I I can't really love 
with the heart that God gave me to love without letting him have this yes. mm. and without letting him transform me. And it can take years. Mm-hmm. It can take, I mean, I don't think I'll be done until I die, right? <laughs> sure. So I think, you know, recognizing that I'm not, I, that was something I really had to learn. I'm not shooting for a finish line. Oh, there we go. I'm done. Um, it's more like, okay, this is the process of becoming, becoming, becoming who I am. And I'm still becoming, becoming who I am. You know, like, yeah. And I, and I, I mean, I'm not going to say I love the red zone. I hate it. I hate mm. it when I go, you know, get big reactions, but I always know that God wants more healing for me there. Yeah. It's just yeah. a marker like, Hey, pit stop here. Let's let, let's, let's do some more work here. And it's good. I mean, even when you get into that rhythm of, oh, okay, I'll just give another thing up. I'll just, I'll just let you have this one. And, and the freedom on the other side of it is really good. It's mm. worth the, it's worth the pain. It's like, I mean, this is a bad analogy, but it's like going to the dentist. You're like, you have a toothache. You don't want to go to the dentist because he's going to make it worse. But then he's also going to make it better. Mm. <laughs> and so I feel like, I feel like stalling is like, it's a, it can be tiring, and yet the Lord is so sweet. Mm. And Jesus really wants to be closer to us mm. than, oh, that's okay. You just sit over there. Like, he really wants to be closer. Yeah. So I think it's really, it's worth it to be free. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean. I love that. It's worth it. And it's good. And it's what he died for. Yeah. So. Amen. Yeah. Your husband and you um, encountered Living Waters. Was it at Stanford or? Yeah, there was a, pi- I was part of a pilot program in 1991. There okay. was four people. Was it at this community you were speaking yes. of? Like that uh-huh. was so transformative. Yeah, so Andy would come up and give these, these crazy talks. <laughs> really? Wow. It was early. You know, he was be like, Andy, if you struggle with masturbation. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Sunday morning service. He has not changed, by the <laughs> way. That's the same Tony and, he takes. <laughs> and so um, for the, the wonderful thing is that this particular community struggled with lots of stuff. There yes. was a bunch of us who were same-sex attracted. There were a bunch of us who were porn addicts. There were a bunch of divorced people. There were, I mean, mm. there was just... Mm. And I'm sure the pastor was like, oh my gosh, what do I do? <laughs> wow. But um, but there was there was room and hope for freedom. Yes. Mm. And, and so when Eric and I started dating, fast-forwarding 20 years, and we started dating, we had these relationships in the church, married friends who walked with us in our whole dating process. That was really, really good. And they could give us perspective. They could say, you know, don't, you know, like we would have reactions to each other that were in the red. And they'd be like, yeah, that's a little bit of a big reaction. In fact, we gave them permission (laughs) to tell us when we could and couldn't break up. Yeah. Like, we're like, we're not allowed to decide on our own because we know yes. that we don't have good vision on this. So you guys get to tell us, yes. have we actually hit a wall yeah. that can't be crossed? And fortunately, we never did. Um, but I think, you know, because we, we still had these reactions mm. at different times and different seasons in our dating life where we're like, I hate you. There's no way I'm doing this. <laughs> and then we're like, okay, let's just work through whatever just got triggered and on we go, you know. Yeah, bring us into that because I'm, I feel like that's a, a big part of gift giving. It's not like, oh, well, I got married and now it's all good. <laughs> it's like, how does, de- how, does, how does marriage deepen the gift giving? Well, I think, first of all, I, it's really an amazing thing to be known you know, by a man at that level. I, I, I can't really express how crazy, I mean, we had the blessing of having gone to Living Waters, both of us, many years. Eric was a Living Waters leader for lots and lots of years in California. 
And so we had the language for, oh, this is a reaction. Yeah. Oh, this is brokenness. And, but the idea of being known and knowing someone and seeing them for who God called them to be and being able to say, you know what, I, I, I see this in you. I, I want to speak this for you. I see that this might be getting in the way for well, you and having the permission to say that to mm -hmm. each other. Um, that, I think, has been a huge part. I still, it's so funny to me. I, whenever he says something to me like, oh, that's a good idea, or oh, yeah, <laughs> let's do that, I, I still have this knee-jerk reaction like oh i had a good idea like it tells you sort of how i grew up right well like women don't have good ideas in this family only the men have the good ideas and so even just being able to sort of take all my gifts into my family all of them mm. you know all, and and also be very weak yeah and have him take all his gifts and also be very weak and have us pull each other yeah up, yeah you know? awesome um yeah that's pretty crazy and i think you know I've been really studying this theology of body stuff and, and what it means to the difference between um, desire and longing and hunger and marvel. Yes. Mm. And I, I'm getting this point wow. even more of how much I marvel at wow. him. Like he's marvelous. My husband is marvelous. And, and I don't mean he's <laughs> wonderful. You should meet him. I yeah. mean, wow. Like, I mean, he's not perfect. I mean, he's a great guy. He's got lots and lots of flaws. But my experience of him is marvelous. Yes. And I'm I'm feeding that a little bit. Like, yes. I'm like, oh, wow. I want to really like keep that. marveling at you. And, and he's doing the same thing wow. we've been talking about. Like, elevate elevate even the sexual longings yes. to mm. something beyond, like, man, I really want it. Mm. To be like, wow, you are incredibly beautiful. You are wow. an incredible gift to me. Wow. And bringing that into all the aspects of our intimacy sure. and all the aspects of our relating to go, oh, and we're not perfect at it. I mean, we're human for crying out loud. There are times when he drives me nuts, like when he gets <laughs> vision pro on it. <laughs> but he, but, you know, just being able to say, okay, so this drives me nuts, but you are a gift to me. Mm. Like, wow, I can't believe you're here. And, and we talk about this. I was telling him about this podcast and I was like, well, what do you think it means to be a gift? And he's like, well, like he goes back to the, he does the same thing I do where he looks at our family and cries and goes, I can't believe that mm -hmm. we almost didn't get this. Well, yeah, you yeah. know, like we all, we could have, we could have gone a different direction and not gotten this. Um, and it, and he's like, I would never in a million years go back to like settling for less. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think even just being able to be present to like, wow, this is a good <laughs> woman or this is a good man. And I am, and we are more together. Um, you know, there's all the practical stuff of helping each other see each other's sure. blind spots, helping and affirming what we see that's great and comforting in the place of life being hard. I think men have it bad because they're supposed to be, you know, tough and strong all the time. Yes. And, and Marco, and Marco, the embodiment. I, I do yes. it pretty well. Mm. Of stoic <laughs> strength. But I think being able to say, I see you struggling and I'm here for you. Not in yeah, a way that makes right. you feel small and weak, but in a way that yeah. says, I'm not... I'm not alone in this, right. right? And and the way he looks at me, he says, "I'm not. You're not alone in this." Right, right. The the language of JP two that you're using with theology of the body and stuff. I was reading a critique the, yesterday on it. There's this gay Christian person who is, uh, um, you know, advocating for for gay Christianity and whatnot. And they said like theology of the body is just so sex focused and so like heterosexual and 
but what I hear, what I'm hearing you, which is on it, I think just a ridiculous claim. Um, and we're all by nature. Um, and I, I feel like you said this at the beginning, we're all by nature heterosexual. There's really no such thing as a, as an ontological homosexual person. Right. You know, we're all designed for the other. I mean, just look at our biology and John Paul II would, would really be a herald of that, you know? That you should, I love that language, marvel, or in another place he said, be be fascinated by the other, you know, to cultivate a fascination for the other. And I noticed that in my own marriage, like, wow, I'm, I'm increasingly more fascinated by this woman, you know, with all of her, um, you know, shortcomings and areas of needed growth. And for me as well. Um, But being able to cultivate that for the other is, is a beautiful gift. Yeah, I think the word cultivate is a really important one, too, because I think I didn't have that um, when I was in the throes of my lesbian neurosis. And I didn't have that. I don't think I had that even when I wasn't. I think it was more like, oh, guys, you know, and and I could get crushes on guys. I could think, oh, I wonder if I'll marry that guy. But cultivating an admiration, like, wow. Mm, I like that. Cultivating an admiration. and you can do that. I mean, I can do that with men who aren't my husband. Yeah. I can do that with my coworkers. I can like, wow, I appreciate the way mm. God made you. Um, there was a, I don't even remember where I picked this up, but there was somewhere in the TOB world, some podcast I listened to where they talked about seeing every person as if you're looking at a sunrise. Mm. And you're like, wow, like I can look at the sunrise and go, gall, that's a beautiful sunrise. <laughs> can I look at Katie and go, gall, that's a beautiful creature that God made. Like, mm. and, and it's kind of fun to try it. Like yeah. you go to the grocery <laughs> store and say, sunrise, sunrise. It's kind of a fun. <laughs> that is, I hear that. I'm like, oh gosh, no. <laughs> right. Right. It goes to like, I'm like, I don't want to see you as a sunrise. I want to see you as an obstacle that I can maneuver around. And that's my instinct as well. Yeah. So it's a good challenge. And as a single person, it's like, yeah, we need to do this because there's something beautiful about marriage and being fascinated by someone, you know, deeply, right. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get that in your coworker, but it's like, you know what? That's so beautiful. That's something to long for, but it's like, we don't also get a pass to be like, well, I'm not known in that way. So I actually don't have to cultivate, cultivate admiration Mm. and fascination because no one's actually cultivating that for me in a deep way. And it's like, no, be, mm. do it. Yeah, I think- Be ready for marriage if it comes. And if not, <laughs> thank God we're not given into marriage when we go to heaven. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. my favorite Bible verse. That's second under the Proverbs one. It's like, yeah, it's so beautiful here and now. And that's that would be the goal, yeah. right? Ideally, but it's like, well- the goal for this 70 or 80 years. And it's like, well, let's cultivate it now and have that. And it's beautiful to hear a good, it's beautiful. I hear that. I'm like, oh, that's so good. And part of me is like, ah, I want that. And honestly, thank God for that. I want to cultivate that longing and not my wound, you know, my wound being like, oh, I want that. And that's hard that I don't have that. Right. And so it's like, okay, Lord, I'll take that before you. And I will let you make me be able to be fascinated by men who aren't my husband. Right, yeah. and I think that that's really important, actually. I think for me, I, I mean, I I wish that I had cultivated it yeah. earlier. Yes. Because I think for uh, for one with a lesbian neurosis, I would resist this. Sure. I would be like, cultivate a fascination for men. <laughs> do you know what men do? Exactly. <laughs> They're simple creatures, not much to... Fascinating, I don't think so. Admire. <laughs> but I think just even recognizing, wow... Like it's changed my posture yes. towards people, That's men beautiful. and women. Yes. And even, I mean, frankly, 
Marvel is not how I felt towards the women I was sleeping with. Sure. Right? That was more like, oh, thank God. It's like a good... Yeah, you don't really want to just have meaningless sex with something mm-hmm. that's marvelous. Right. You would, right. you would treat them far differently if you actually marveled at them. Yeah. Right. And I think, like, in a sense, when I talk about feeling convicted that I was hurting people, there was a hint of that. That's like, oh, these people yeah. that I am getting, that I am falling in love with and getting emotionally dependent on, I'm actually using them. Yeah. Mm. And... And that's not m- marvelous. I mean, no. I wouldn't use the word marvelous, yeah. but I was like, they're creatures of God. They're his. Yeah. Yes. And and so I think for me, that whole idea yeah. even changes the way I go grocery shopping. Yes. It really does. It's like, oh, every person in this store right. is a beautiful creature of God, whether they know it or not. Yeah, amen. And, and of course, if we walk through the store thinking that, it changes our face. It yeah. changes the way we look at them. It changes the way they receive love. Like we can be good gifts to the world. Mm-hmm. Simply by having that thought. Yeah, I, I like that for lit. I mean, I'm not usually like that, but like maybe 40 days, mm. I'm going to put aside all of my ways of seeing people that are more yeah. convenient or that yeah. are in some ways more accurate to the, you know, the, the reality of the situation and be like, maybe for 40 days, I'm going to have that thought when I go into a grocery store. Yeah. And then when I stop thinking that way, I'm going to be like, oh, Lord, a sunset, a mm. sunset. I mean, <laughs> maybe pick up something good in Lent, yeah. right? Like that. It's a good challenge for me. Yeah. It's like a challenge that. for me. It's been fun. It's been yeah. Weird. But it, of course, it has its own expression in marriage and mm-hmm. in the intimacy yeah. of marriage. But it's not exclusive to marriage. And I think that's the thing yeah. about marriage mm-hmm. in general. It's like, I love being married. And I can tell that you know God created me, my yes. body for this. But at the same time, I think I'm also capable of loving other people yes. in yeah. a way that I have never, ever yeah. done before. Yeah. And yeah. that that's a different freedom. Yes. Uh, so marriage is not the goal. Yes. Right. Uh, but I think freedom to love yeah. Yeah. with a full open heart right that is the goal. again yeah that is the goal. That's the goal and i think i think when we talk about people settling into ner- the the gay neurosis it's like well actually the problem with that is that you are not letting god open you up yeah. to the love that he has yeah, for you I to love give that. i love like that. you are called to give yes. love Amen. in a powerful and i'm not talking sexual yeah. i'm talking like in heart engaged. Yeah. yeah. And it's the heart engaged that, that God really calls right. us And the to. other is pivotal because, I mean, you can marvel at other women and everyone's a sunset, but there's something about the other because they're different. Yeah. That oh, is yeah. fascinating. Like, mm-hmm. I, I am fascinated by men in a way I'm not by women because I'm a woman. So right. I understand something. Yeah. There's something intuitive. There's some, right. yeah, women are mysterious and we don't really get each other, but there's some kinship. Men are so different. Mm-hmm. And I marvel. <laughs> <laughs> and so sometimes I'm perplexed by the difference, but it's like, you're not really going to marvel well if you're only around people who are like you. So it's like embrace the like, and again, I think women are a little easy to marvel, easier Uh to marvel at than men. Just given. I don't know, man. (laughs) Well, I mean, I like, I'm thinking when you're talking about Marvel, I'm like, and I marvel at the chiefs. I marvel at Patrick Mahomes. And honestly, I know this, it helps my kind of trend of kind of misinjury. It's like, oh, I marvel at Travis Kelsey and his ability to <laughs> rouse the team. So I'm going to say, I'm going to baptize my Chiefs fandom, saying it helps me marvel there you go. at good men. Well, good athletic men don't know their personal lives. <laughs> well, you, you brought up a good point, and I, wa- I wanted to ask you a question. Just in terms of, like, you don't fascinate at women, Katie, the same way you fascinate men, because you are you you are the same in a way. Yeah. You, you share a common... Um, the 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 common nature um, is that what, what you mean by gay neurosis? You, you've used that a few times. Like, what do you mean for our listeners who are like, what does that mean? That mm. 
Like, what is it? What is why neurosis? What what is that? Well, I for me, I, there is. There's two really, I don't know if I should make the distinction, but to me, there's the attraction towards women and there's the non-attraction towards men, Mm. right? So the attraction towards women is born out of need and longing and Mm. I want to be safe and I want to feel that nurture and I, all that, that comes for lesbianism, which I think is different for men and, and gay men, but, um, but I, so there was this, this, this relational hunger mm-hmm. um, that I would call the lesbian neurosis. That's like, I just need this covered. Yeah. I need it covered. And, and there are a lot of lesbian relationships out there that don't necessarily look like that on the front end, but mm-hmm. actually really are. Yeah. Like that's yeah. just, this is, you know, this is the way that I make it through life. Yeah. Um, but on this other side of that, so that has its own problem because it keeps us from, it keep, first of all, it squelches another human, mm. but it also keeps us from being who we're called to be. Yeah. Uh, it keeps us from, from actually receiving the healing God has for us. Um, at the same time, there's this reluctance or, or inability to see the good of man of mm. the opposite gender. Yeah. And that to me, is something that, that has been awoken over time yeah. Um, so it's not just I'm attracted to men. I wouldn't even say that I'm attracted to men. I mean, I'm old now, so those hormones. <laughs> but um, but but I I sort of can say, wow, I appreciate yes. that man, mm. and I can do that for the different men in my life. Yes. I can say, wow, I really appreciate them, mm. and I wasn't able to do that. Well, um, I there were guys I kind of liked, but I wasn't able to go, wow. Like my heart is whole enough and strong enough and not scared of you and not in reaction to you. And there are times when, when I have my reactions, but I can put that down and say, okay, God, I, I submit my yes. misandry. And, and yeah. honestly, I do have to do that. There are times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like, come on guys. <laughs> and, and then I'm like, okay, God, they, these are men who were created for more than what they're currently yes, living in. Amen. And so my job as a woman is not to look at the yes. man who's struggling with porn and going, you stupid guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But go, wow, you are smashing yourself. And this is something that God is developing me right now. I actually have weeping more for men who struggle mm-hmm. with porn. Mm-hmm. I used to be like, you are part of an institution that is killing women. Now I'm like, you are smashing yourself yeah. into mm-hmm. something that yeah. is not what you were created to yeah, be. Man. And so there's like, there's just even that. It's diminishing. Yeah, and being oneself, able to yeah. look at the diminishment instead of being outraged. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, and, and I think that's really, uh, it's an important shift for me. Now, would you say, and this would be the last question, I, 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 I think this is an important question, but um, for people who are listening, especially women who are listening, who are struggling with same-sex attraction, who are thinking, I could never really be attracted. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm, and you kind of you kind of hit on this, but I think uh, I think it's important for some of our listeners. But what I'm hearing is that this appreciation that you're cultivating for man, it doesn't necessarily mean that you won't be attracted to a man, right? You know, and that there 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 could be something that's that's uh, awakened in you. But can you speak a little bit to that, to especially to our li- some listeners who are thinking. I will never get to the point of of actually loving and being attracted to a man. Yeah, I think, I mean, one of the things that's really hard in the whole healing process is that we get introspective on it. Well, do I like him yet? No, I don't mm-hmm. like him. Like, mm-hmm. we kind of hit the button. No, he's not getting around. Like, <laughs> I think that what what has happened is that it's like our hearts are limited by the things that frighten us or have hurt us or that we're carrying Mm. or the lies we've believed 
And so when we're when we're limited by that, we can't imagine them not being there. Mm. We can't. We don't know that we're wearing glasses yeah. because wow. they haven't been cleaned yet. And so there's a whole capacity that we have that we don't even know we have. Mm-hmm. Motherhood is an example of that. Like I had no idea mm. <laughs> wow. that I could. Like my heart would be completely crushed for this little being. I mm. I couldn't even guess that that was going to feel like. And if you said someday you're going to feel that, I would look at you. Never. I have no idea what you're talking about. It's like a mm. foreign language. So there's a little bit of it that's on the other side of the mountain. Mm-hmm. You mm. know, like you can't. I couldn't have imagined this feeling. And I really, for a long time, thought to myself, I want to take the feelings I have for women and I want to have them for men. Yeah. And I had a lot of straight women who struggled with um, promiscuity say, no, you don't. Mm. <laughs> that is not yeah. what you want. Yeah. The sort of high octane, like yeah, lust. The, the for, hunger, hunger, yeah, hunger. Yeah. And, and they're like, you are looking for something altogether different. Mm. And so the attraction that I felt for women is not the same as the marvel that I feel for men. Wow. It's a di- it has a different nature to mm. it. And so um, so I think it is impossible to imagine because there are so many things that are in the way. But even if you can look at something that you are marveling at, like the sunset, and think, huh, God wants that feeling in me to be present or even available for you. Like I can look at you and go, wow. Cool guy. Mm-hmm. You're a cool guy. I do. <laughs> I marvel. <laughs> but I think just sort of like, just knowing that you have the feeling, we mm. have the feeling of yes. marvel. Yeah. We have the feeling of wonder and appreciation, but we just haven't been able to direct it for yeah. lots of different reasons. But the failure to be able to direct it is not something that God can't handle, right? God wants to take care of that. Mm. I love that. So That's good. Christy May Jesse. Wow. You are such a gift. Thank, Thank you. you. You are again, really you're a marvel. I feel very gifted. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have you on again. Yeah, I would love it. Yeah, this was this was Amazing. really lovely. It was fun. Lots of fun. Thank you. I gotta go awesome. teach. Yeah. Oh gosh. <laughs> gotta go to class. <laughs> Fifteen minutes before class starts. Bye. <laughs>